Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Man. I'm a little chocolate Timbeeb. And my name is Chris. <laughs> I'm a tea biscuit uh, that's also available at Tim Hortons, and my name is Mike. And I'm a middle-aged person who works at Tim Hortons. I'm James, the third guy here. And this is really exciting because for the first time in a month and a half, we're doing this in person. Yeah. No I matter, love it. No matter what certain Dr. Anthony Fauci recommends, <laughs> we have decided to stand up for our freedom and our rights and to pod in person. <laughs> yeah, because Fauci, didn't he... He said something about like podcasters do yeah. not podcast in person. Do it over Zoom or yeah. Skype if yeah. you're, one of your members' computer has trouble with Zoom. <laughs> he was shuffling papers. He was stressed, but yeah, he uh, he mentioned something about podcasters. Hey, also I read something online. Apparently, Fauci started the whole pandemic. <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> yeah, he planned it. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just got irate at that headline and I stopped reading. I heard Shit. that he was making an old Italian recipe and he got some of the ingredients. And some of, oh, shit. Some of the measurements were wrong and he ended up with a big batch of COVID. Yeah. I, I, wow. Well, you know, some of those old family recipes are really detailed, you know, like yeah. remember in Goodfellas when Ray Liotta has to drive all around town to get all the little spices Very for, stressful. His, mm-hmm. for his sauce. So, yeah. yeah. oh boy, that's, that sucks. I didn't know Fauci started COVID. That I sucks. think that's what I saw on an internet. Yeah. Damn, Damn man. It's think, crazy. Do you think Fauci likes, you know, Scorsese films and, uh, you know, the Sopranos and stuff like that. <laughs> he unwinds after a day of having his life threatened by going home and watching Goodfellas. Do you, have, do you think he enjoys a little bit of Gabagool? <laughs> what is Gabagool? I think it's uh, for the Italian listeners. I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong. But is it Capicola? I think that's what they oh. call that. You Col- know that? It's like a type of Italian sausage, right? I think you mispronounced it, Chris. It's, co- it's pronounced Coca-Cola. <laughs> Capagool. <laughs> I never watched Sopranos, and I just binged it for the whole Terror Dome lockdown we just went through from December to January. What did you think? I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I was blown away, and now I'm rewatching uh, season one of The Wire, because everybody... Mm. It's the most... The two... What's the word? Like... They're always in contest with each other. Right. What's the best? What's the best one? Sopranos and The Wire. Yeah. And now I am. I watched The Wire when it came out, and now I'm watching it with new eyes. I think it's really. I, I see it a lot better it is now. Interesting when you watch but The Wire because when you first Sopranos start, blew me away. Yeah, when you first rewatch The Wire, you're like, "This is actually boring." Like it's so, but then you real when you kind of get into it, it's just so. Like not sensationalistic and like not corny, like it's so. It's but you get really used to it, and then you realize intelligent, other shows, like yeah. the red tape and the hierarchies of yeah. both the police force from the you know the top down to the drug dealers from the top down, and how they compare with each other, and yeah, it's so good. Just how how much like the basically the first season is mostly about how much they have to go through to get a wire. Yeah. Yeah. Like legally, yeah, to capture the drug dealers. <laughs> I lo- that that does sound very freaking boring, but <laughs> yeah, it's a but really it's, it's so, great, so good. I might yeah. McNulty in that show is one of my favorite characters. I always love like a character in a show or a movie or whatever 
who's like a functioning alcoholic whose life's fucked up because yeah. then yeah. you I think it makes me feel better about myself like well in I'm what ba- way I'm a, well I'm not as bad as McNulty <laughs> yeah. you know no, Maybe I know. I, you know. Anytime I see someone get their head blown off in like <laughs> The Sopranos or The Wire, I'm like, at least that wasn't my head. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel the same way when I watch a movie like Jaws, and I think, you know, my life <laughs> maybe isn't going as well as I, I had hoped. But then I, I realize, at least I've been chomped in half by a big uh, shark, and it keeps a smile on my face. At least I'm not eating that kid in the ocean. <laughs> oh right, you're not. You're the kid. You're not Jaws. <laughs> not, at least I'm not eating that gross man in the kayak that keeps saying, "Come on, kids, get out of the water." <laughs> oh, good times. It's nice to be back. It's great to see you guys. And let me say, it would be an honor to get Omicron from either of you. <laughs> and it'd be an honor to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's. I call it Omicron. Oh, I think I call it Omic- Omicron. That's because you like Omni Magazine because you like tech stuff. <laughs> do they still yeah, make right. Omni Magazine? Do they still publish? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yeah. I think pretty soon we're gonna have little robot butlers that roll around with a little handheld remote control. <laughs> That's like, wasn't there like an Omnibot? Oh, Omnibot. Does anyone remember that? No, I don't remember this. It was, was a little like remote control robot that. Could carry a tray, like an ashtray, or yeah, is it a tray of food? <laughs> an ashtray with big sunken cigars sticking out of it. I invented the first robo ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that goddamn Omnibot? I need to ash this freaking. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> the ashtray. Uh, the, uh, the the Omnibot is just a smoking poker buddy <laughs> that you control. I'm looking up Om- Omnibot. I don't even know what you're talking I, about. Yeah, please do. Let me know if I'm... Do you think that the the like, the like godfathers of sci-fi, people like... I don't know. Did Isaac Asimov and Ray Bradbury and people like that, they were all like... And Philip K. Dick, probably like... They all smoked. Do you think in their visions of the future, these dystopian futures, they imagined there'd be all this like unfathomable technology but everyone would still be smoking <laughs> yeah like you just think they smoked because of the Do you time remember that? they were in i vaguely remember, I remember this kind of robot distribution uh catalog yeah it was Consumers not like a yeah. real yeah. sentient ai <laughs> robot it was just like design it looked like a robot that rolled but it had batteries it was a remote control car that looked like a robot. <laughs> okay, and then you put a tray on it, and then it'd be like, <laughs> just bump into the wall, <laughs> spill all the food. <laughs> like in 1984, kids were like, "Can you believe we live in a time where robots are bringing us a glass of grape juice?" <laughs> Oops, it spilled the grape juice. You spilled the grape juice. You're driving the robot. It would be funny if to show the how advanced the Boston Dynamics robot dogs are that they show one of those dogs ripping the Omnibot to shreds. <laughs> I'd love to see one of those, yeah, like, yeah, militarized robot dogs pounce up and start sniffing the butt of the Omnibot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they for some reason give those robot dogs like penises. What is uh, that robot dog doing? Oh, it's how they say hello. They're smelling each it's other's so asses. It's so lifelike. Uh, technology is amazing. Just don't let it hump your leg because it humps your legs to shreds. <laughs> oh, what's the robot dog doing? Yeah, I hate it when he does that. He's eating his own poo. If if we were sitting, you know, we're sitting here doing this podcast. If one of those robot dogs walked in right now, we'd scream. I'm genuinely. Yeah. 
I had a stand-up bit about it because they're so scary to me. And then they they release these videos, these memes for us to pass around of them dancing <laughs> to show how technically like savvy they are. But it's like that scares me. They're gonna kill yes. us. They should have instead of making the robots look like scary machine, you know, scary dogs. They should have made you know used that same technology and made the robot to look like a butler or like Jeeves or you know some old gentle man it's like a RoboCop robot that looks like Jeeves. Yeah, <laughs> and then we look at it and go, oh, well, he wouldn't do anything bad. Yeah, right. Slice knife right or into your heart. Paul Rudd or Tom Hanks, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they might be robots already. How do they not age? And how are they so cool? <laughs> Great question. all the time. Uh-huh. Well, remember in. Um, Ex Machina when oh I love that movie the female the beautiful female robot <laughs> some, some people say that robots aren't attractive we argue that they are yeah here at Evil Men uh, we want to kiss the robot lady from Ex Machina <laughs> but she is played by a beautiful actress I mean yes. what the hell am I insane no no no, no absolutely but, not but on the in the movie her face is plastered onto a robotic weird body yeah. that's yeah. not as attractive as the face mm. anyways. She stabs, okay, not to give it away if you haven't seen Ex Machina yet, she stabs someone, Okay, and it always stuck with me because the way this AI babe (laughs) stabbed uh, uh, the guy, it's like, you know, if we stab someone, we know the pain we're inflicting, so it's hard for us. We're like, uh, uh, yeah, you really have to like, uh, yeah, you really have to grit your teeth and be like, I would hate this to happen to me. (laughs) But the AI robot doesn't have that feeling or that knowledge. So Mm -hmm. it just puts the knife in and out of him quickly, Mm -hmm. like how we would a cake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's that scene sticks with that was a really good movie. It was, you know, what would be awful. First of all, it'd be, I guess if you had to go, I guess being stabbed by a drop dead gorgeous robot would be the way to go. Yeah. But it would be so undignified to get murdered by an ugly robot. Don't you think? (laughs) Like a a robot that looked like Wallace Shawn or something. Oh my God. If I got killed by a robot that I was not into. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your last words would be like, um, what would they be actually? I can't. I should be killing you. (laughs) You know what would be funny? If like, 40 uh, years from now, we're like old weirdos and like we have like... I don't like, think that's funny. Well, in this scenario, maybe it's, you know, 40 years from now, we're old. We have no one in our lives. We're like bummer guys. So we all get robot companions. Okay. And, you know, we're all talking and like, yeah, I got a robot, you know, companion. And, and um, you know, Chris and I have these lovely robot ladies that we live with because we have no one else, you know. And then Mike's like... Oh, guys, you have a robot, you know, girlfriend? I do, too. You have to come over and meet her. And we go, wow, she sounds great. I can't. And then while we've been having these robot companions who look like beautiful ladies, we go over and meet Mike, and it's just like a full robot, like the Terminator. Uh. <laughs> Mike's like, yeah, I love her. Or it's like a Dalek from Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Here she is, boys. <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs> Yeah, she's beautiful. I love her. Yeah, it comes in like, yeah, exterminate. We're like R2-D2 guy. Her bark is worse than her bite. So, Mike, you guys make love? I, am, I imported it from Poland because I got a discount. I love the damn girl. Exterminate. Mike. It's, all like, Mike's, it's blasting holes through the wall trying to 
to kill us. Mike's, Mike's, a good Mike's got his arm around it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. At night, Mike's in bed trying to read, and like the robots in bed next to him. <laughs> Are you reading books about people I would like to exterminate? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like that's a funny TV show or funny movie or something. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh, man. You know what? what? Uh, Last episode was Mr. Burns. And yes, we we really like I thought it was a really fun energy because we were all admitting that, you know, the dark January and COVID and everything was putting Mm -hmm. us in such a funk. And we were like depressed and Mm -hmm. angry and. Well, I was so uh, in, down in the dumps. I had the blues. I got to admit, last week I had the blues. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I haven't talked to my therapist in like a long time, and I called her up and I, I, I met with her this uh, a few days later. <laughs> and uh, during the therapy, I haven't gone in a while, she told me I'm intense, <laughs> right? Why are you guys laughing? So then I, don't know. I go and tell my wife, uh, I'm like, do you think I'm intense? And uh, she goes, yeah. <laughs> and then I went and told my family, uh, and I was like, am I intense? And they were like, duh, basically. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I'm sorry if, I was, if I've been really intense to you guys ever in the world. No, I disagree no? with uh, your wife, your therapist, <laughs> and your family. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're gaslighting you. No offense, to your family. Yeah, exactly. What the? Hell? <laughs> My therapist didn't think it was bad though. She she thinks I'm like emotionally. Yeah, it's yeah, all good. You're never intense she, to me. She's really nice. She didn't mean it in a bad way. But yeah. I always like think that I'm like this mellow, chill, happy dude. But I guess I'm not. <laughs> Have you ever had a realization like that about yourself? Yeah. It's embarrassing. I, I think you're, you're almost always mellow and chill, but then if something like upsets you, even like a news story, you're, you become focused on like, oh, I'm worried about this, or maybe that's what they perceive to be intense. Yeah, and that's what she was telling me. She's like, part of the conflict is I fight myself at that because I'm mad at myself mm. for being emotionally affected by something. But she said, it's okay. You're allowed to be mad hmm. so it's like it's not just like being mad or emotionally affected by something this is not that funny <laughs> no it's interesting yeah i'll put some funny music behind it <laughs> a clown yeah, horn low, low rider yeah <laughs> do, 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 i would love do. that sometimes i have this conflict within myself where yeah that'd be awesome anyways you get it right yeah it's you got to let go and not be mad at yourself for being affected by stuff. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, That's you, a conflict. Would, do you think you'll play this podcast for your therapist? Have you ever talked about the podcast to your I've therapist? I've literally like tried gags on her. <laughs> and I think she knows I have a stand-up special coming out, and I'm nervous because I have a therapist joke in it. Oh, I yeah. It'd be funny if I'm like, oh, don't feel nervous. I'm sure it's fine. And then when we see the special, it's like, I have the fucking hottest therapist ever. <laughs> Y'all ever dream about your therapist every single night? <laughs> yeah. I'm sick in the head, but I can't talk to my therapist because she's the one. You ever told the most beautiful woman you've ever seen about your deepest mental fears? <laughs> 
It's good stuff, guys. Yeah, is there anything else <clears throat> we want to talk about? Oh, we've done 28 minutes. I mean, uh, anything else we want to touch on in the intro? Um, I just wanted to wish the trucker convoy well that has uh, congregated mm. in the nation's capital. They're fighting for our freedom. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, actually had... A, just talking to you guys for real. I actually, like, had a funny, like, weird vision of, like, it actually getting tough. Like, gunfire. And, like, sniping them out because they were threatening the parliament, like, to, for real. Like, Jan 6. Damn, man. Well, doesn't seem like it from, from, uh, from this moment. Today, we'll, no. Yeah, because today truckers are congregating in Ottawa as part of uh, what they've called the Freedom Convoy. And there is a slight possibility that if things go their way... Uh, they will defeat, like, there will there'll be a coup. Justin Trudeau will be kicked mm-hmm. out of office, and the new prime minister will be a trucker? <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. Like, there's a coup in Ottawa. Well, I've, they've said that they are the most um, politically, and this is totally true. I heard this. They're the most politically uh, informed in the whole country because they spent eight to nine hours driving listening to political podcasts. (laughs) They didn't say which podcasts, (laughs) but I think they might have been podcasts that have incited them to do something like this. (laughs) I picture in Ottawa right now, right by the apartment buildings, hundreds of uh, Timmy's uh, egg and sausage uh, breakfast sandwich (laughs) wrappers blowing in the wind. (laughs) They're blowing into the uh, eternal flame there, causing a big fire. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Um, uh, it would be funny though if the truckers did throw a take, uh, do a coup and take over Canada. And then you know how like we have this like conspiracy conspiracy idea of like the deep state and the Illuminati. Yeah. And then like that becomes like a group of highly distinguished truckers become like. <laughs> the deep state or the Illuminati that secretly control a bunch the of truckers economy. gathering like now, or would it take a hundred uh, years well, I, I guess to like embed into our culture? Right? I guess it'd be a hundred years from now. Yeah, these uh, group of uh, elite truckers would. Um, Apparently, Jack the Ripper wasn't just one guy. It was, it was a like a bunch of truckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if Prime Minister Wreck does take over the country, Rick. we <laughs> wish him well and we say congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, I'm worried if the truckers take over the country. Um, apparently, uh, instead of uh, hockey being the national sport, it'll be truck driving. Truck racing. Oh, yeah, truck racing. I, I, That's yeah. going to be the pre-intro. Good. That clip. Do you think that they'll, they'll, they'll make some new uh, government departments if the truckers take over the government? Like there'll be a... Um, Ministry of uh, of smokes. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It won't be the uh, it won't be hockey, the national sport. It'll just be smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much better than what smoking I said. Smoking darts. There, yeah. there, there'll be a new uh, ministry of uh, celebration of truck stop waitresses. Yes. This is a ser- serious question. If the truckers do t- the coup is successful and they take over. Um, Will all of the sky of all of Canada always smell like a fart? (laughs) (laughs) Some truckers are good guys. I know. I know. Yeah. But come on. If the truckers... There's a huge convoy. If they take over, there's going to be a a massive announcement, like a press conference, like, we are... The government of Canada is investing $1 billion in George Thorogood and the Destroyers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime you go in, like if you walk into the House of 
commons. It just smells like coffee and cigarettes now. <laughs> and the guy's just like, oh, I had a rough night. <laughs> All of the national defense and security uh, budget goes towards turning trucks into like uh, aircraft, <laughs> like uh, fighter jets that look like trucks in the sky. <laughs> and submarines that look like trucks. Well, they pretty much just sink, but they look yeah, like trucks. There's like Halifax uh, truck ships in the harbor. <laughs> Instead of uh, instead of on Reverence Day wearing a, a red poppy, wear a little truck. <laughs> a little truck. Everything just becomes truck truck li- culture. <laughs> they change it to truck land. <laughs> the name of the country. Truck Truckonia. <laughs> Please stand for the national anthem. Oh, truck. <laughs> yeah. At a oh, hockey, truck. At a- at a hockey game, and now for the national anthem. <laughs> breaker, breaker. We'd like to. Uh, sp- <laughs> the national noise becomes that noise that happens when they stop, like. <laughs> we salute that noise. <laughs> instead of instead of instead of coins, it's like little mega mighty machine trucks. <laughs> The Uh-oh. curriculum of every school is rewritten by truckers, so out, out the window goes uh, regular <laughs> history, and we're just learning about some of the legends of trucking. Yeah. My daughter came home and told me what the most comfy pants are to wear on a, on a sh- run from Sioux to Thunder Bay. <laughs> Kids are being issued with trucker speed. <laughs> Toonies and loonies just start looking like tires. <laughs> Little tires. The truckers took over. Oh my god! <laughs> we are uh, creating a new holiday to uh, salute lot lizards, as we call them. You guys familiar with that? Term? No, it's, lot uh, it's a lizard. derogatory term for uh, prostitutes that hang around uh, truck stops. What is oh. it? Lot lizards, and I would never use mm. that term. Tru- truckers, stop using that, please. Yeah. I have to admit, I've always thought the idea of like a guy who's on the road forever. Getting like uh, intimate with a sexy diner waitress in the cab of the truck. That'd be pretty hot. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, sure. If she was a nice lady. That would be a TV show if the truckers took over. Can you help me? (laughs) Every episode, a guy just gets a blowjob in a truck. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most popular show on TV. Yeah. Um, the Good Doctor, <laughs> Canadian Trucker Edition. And the Good Doctor just has sex in a truck in every episode. It's a two-parter because at the end of the first part, he doesn't get the blowjob. And then it's, you don't know what's going to happen. Cliffhanger. Second episode, he gets the blowjob. Do you think that... Uh, and there's if a female the trucker as well who gets the same service. Yeah. Do you think if the... Uh, if the truckers do, the coup is successful and they take over, do you think in the House of Commons... Uh, <laughs> Some of the parliament uh, members will now be uh, German shepherds. (laughs) (laughs) Just barking at each other, like from different sides. Uh, How does the honorable member respond to these accusations that he has misused funds? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now it's time we ask all of the dogs to leave the House of Commons because we're all going to get BJs. (laughs) <laughs> we, hey, we're 
we're the most politically uh, 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 smart. <laughs> we're the only party that is committing to investing up to $5 billion to put tires under the House of Parliament. Are <laughs> <laughs> they driving around? <laughs> Everybody, go, go the to the highway. Go to the 401 and show your support for the House of Commons. The House of Parliament <laughs> is going on tour from coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like with a fucking stomping tongue, kind of like, ding, 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 you know. And well, they put some wheels beneath her, and they took her on the road. When the government passes by, I waved at the government as she rolled on by my town. <laughs> The House of Parliament was arrested for drunk driving last night (laughs) and has had its license suspended. (laughs) The House of Parliament just passed by uh, Timmins and some of the members were mooning out the window. Hey, fuck you! (laughs) We did it! I don't, uh, I don't uh, condone what the House of Parliament did by mooning, but uh, you got to respect those in office, and uh, we hope they do better. <laughs> Welcome to Truckonia. Learn to speak CB radio. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if violence happens, we can't release this. If it doesn't, well, we got to release that yeah. if the truckers go. <laughs> depending on how serious the violence is. <laughs> Yeah, if one idiot gets uh, stabs himself, who cares? They're all good guys. No, they're fighting for our freedom, so we shouldn't make fun, honestly. They're just, most of them are vaccinated. It's just the mandate rubs them the wrong way. But you know what? If they go to the United States, uh, um, the unvaccinated, the United States still has a rule that they can't cross into their country. That's the thing. So what are they? They're just... I hate Trudeau lunkheads. Yeah. That's all it is. It's not the mandate at all. Or whatever. Yeah. What do you guys think? I I, I don't really, honestly, I don't know that much about it, but I do yeah. think, uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not political. I love everybody, even the well-intentioned misinformed. But uh, nice. Yeah, I'm not a political guy, and I especially believe in the views of those I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with my enemy, to be I will, honest. I will only fight for the views of those who wish to destroy me to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? But they think they're, they're like, don't you get it? We're doing this for you. It's like ah, we're okay. We're vaccinated and healthy. And thanks, but no thanks, man. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, and if there is a trucker who's listening, it's not all truckers. Obviously, we know it's not all truckers at all. And also remember uh, to all truckers. I said having sex in the cab of a truck would be awesome. <laughs> and then you probably know more than I do, eh, bud? <laughs> uh, there was a thing on the news yesterday showing, like, you know, trucker convoy headed to the nation's capital. And it showed a bunch of trucker wives and girlfriends, of course, preparing food for the men for their journey. And they were making food, and, and the wives were singing Oh Canada together while they prepared food. <laughs> Oh. Thanks for putting some leftover chicken wings in a Tupperware container, doll face. <laughs> <laughs> Best oh, meal of my God. life. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Did you eat the carrots and uh, cucumbers uh, I gave you too? Um, I'm going to. I'm going to. (laughs) 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 The side of the road all the way to Ottawa is just littered with cucumbers and carrot sticks. (laughs) (laughs) The convoy leaves a trail of vegetables they don't want to (laughs) eat. We don't have long to fix this government because we all have angina. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not it's not uh, funny because it is true. Like to all truckers, yeah, you know, you're on the road in that position a lot. Of, yeah. There is health problems, so yeah. yes. we're only laughing because yeah. fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, beep beep. <laughs> Before we get to our guy, uh, we should mention <clears throat> that we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash evil men is where you can find it. If you want to, head over there, check out the website. And if you sign up for the Patreon, you get uh, at least at least two bonus episodes a month. Mm-hmm. People love it. Thank you so much if you've signed up. We are very grateful for you. And um, if you can't, Sign up for it, no problem. Maybe you could rate us and review us. I think Spotify has reviews now, I noticed. So you can even yeah. review us on there if and you we're want. We're super behind Spotify right now. Oh, yeah. We're supporting everything <laughs> they're doing, so be I sure. I said that without thinking. Oh, shit. Either way, uh, patreon.com slash evilmen. If you would check it out, we'd be really, really appreciative. Yeah, thanks so much to all the patrons uh, out there. It really means a lot to us. And also, you know... Let us know if there's anything else we can do for you. That's right. When If you yeah. sign up to the Patreon, basically, we do whatever you want. You can message us, and we'll do it. We're your humble servants. If you need maybe some repairs around the house, or if you yeah. need someone to bring you uh, you know, uh, ingredients for a favorite recipe, or if your mom is sick and out. she doesn't leave the bed and you need someone to bring her minestrone soup <laughs> daily and you got other things to do, we'll do it. Or someone to kiss her on the cheek. Yeah. Yeah, sure. If you would like... You do uh, that, Mike. You yeah. take that one. Oh, okay. No, oh, you wanted to do it, Chris? No, you're right. We, we could <laughs> both do it. It's a Mike thing. One on each cheek. Yeah. Well, I was going to say all Kissing three of mothers. Us. It's a Mike thing. <laughs> Sign up to the Evil Men Patreon, and at least one of the three of us will go over and kiss your mother. Yeah. yeah. When she's sick. Yes. When she's sick. We won't do yeah. it if <laughs> she's well. Uh, healthy mothers need not apply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a thing. You yeah. know, it's it's, <laughs> it's not it's, a thing. It's it's it comes from kindness. Yeah. yeah, if she's sick, yeah, we'll be there. You don't even have to ask. That's a nice part. Yeah. We'll it's, creep in through the window <laughs> and give her a kiss. Yeah, <laughs> we'll creep up to her bed, give her one or two or a few kisses. Oh, it's not a thing. <laughs> she won't even know we were there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in court later, like, Chris, what happened? You're like, it's not a thing. I kissed a mom. It's not a thing. If you ever go to court for any weird reason, and this is interesting because we're sagging into a person that might have to do this. Yeah. Um, always tell the judge and the jury, it's not a thing. What the what? Yeah. Right? They can't prosecute you if you say it's not a thing. Your Honor, are you serious? Yeah. This is what you have me here in for? <laughs> I, I hope did he didn't way pay. worse shit. <laughs> I think that's a good segue. 
to our evil men for episode 31. And I chose this week Prince Andrew okay. from the British royal family. That's right. Now, James, I know you've got tons of info there and you're about to dive in, but may I please, I'm ignorant on most of this subject, uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. May I ask a few questions just quickly off the top? Sure. I don't know if I can answer them, but does this go. prince... Uh, have a princess? Are they married? Is married to a princess? Right now, I believe he is divorced. Does he yeah. have a horse? I I don't I don't know for certain, but I will, I'm going to say I bet he does. I does this prince has... have like a wizard that's like his mentor, teaches him stuff? Mm-hmm. Sort of like a. In a does way, the wizard have a familiar? In a way, but the wizard may have died or been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a mentor, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let's get started here. So this is a guy who's been in the news for the past couple of years, James. That's right. Yeah. It's a prince from a castle. Prince well, here's a little intro. Prince Andrew is a member of the British royal family. He is the third child, second and second son of Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip, who is also a cool dude. And he's passed, so we've lost Prince Philip. He died last yeah. summer, and he, uh, before or after he died, I guess the news broke that he had spent a decade designing his own hearse. Is that real? Yeah. That's cool. That's fucking cool. It's really Uh, cool. I might start now on that for myself. (laughs) Uh, Prince Andrew is ninth in line of succession to the British throne. I don't think he's going to get there unless... Hey, Prince Andrew. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good, Prince Andrew. Hey, Shiv. Shiv. (laughs) Prince Andrew. Okay. So he's... And he's like quite... A bit younger than Prince Charles, isn't he? He's like 10 uh, well, years um, younger or something. Prince Andrew was born in 1960, okay. so that makes him 62, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so I guess he would be about 10 years maybe younger than Charles. Right. Or, or a little I bit genuinely more. didn't even know that Prince Andrew was Prince Charles's <laughs> brother. Yeah? I do not pay attention to these people. Well, uh, so yeah, Prince Andrew, born in 1960. So who's the third? Uh, Prince Edward. Oh, is, right. Is Prince one. Edward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is Prince Edward Island named after him? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Prince Andrew grew up, obviously, in Buckingham Palace. Got right. his early education there, right? Went to various elite private schools in, in England, you know, in his youth. That's cool. Um, oh, I think he's too good for regular education. Yeah, come yeah. on. He should have been in public school. Mm-hmm. Here's a little little fact for, for us three and our, our Canadian listeners, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Prince Andrew, in 1977, spent six months as an exchange student at Lakefield College School, which is northeast of Peterborough, Canada. Very right. And I, cool. It, and I, I believe it's in the town of Alliston. No, or is it Lakefield? Is the Lakefield town? Uh, it's Lakefield College School. Well, I drove by it every now and then. An ex-girlfriend had a cottage just north of there. Mm-hmm. So I've seen it before. Okay. But they're renaming all these schools now because of his shame. We'll get to that, yeah. yeah. So I heard, yeah. Well, uh, but I've rented cottages in that area, and I'm surprised they don't boost the price by saying, like, hey, it's, you know, a great cottage rental. It's near where Prince Andrew went to school 50 years ago. Yeah. That doubles the price. Yeah. You know, a prince took a leak in this lake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, like, there's not a lot of interesting info about Prince Andrew's youth, truthfully. Well, I don't know. Did you see... I sent an article at the bottom of the Google Doc that had some uh, stories about him, some anecdotes about him as a, as a child, where apparently he was like, he did behave as a spoiled brat. 
and he would like torment servants as a kid and some like groomsmen i guess it's like ho- horsemen to the point that these like horse guys like hated prince andrew who would just like boss them around like like a little shit and uh there was this, an anecdote that one day they couldn't take any take it anymore and they picked him up and threw him in a, uh, a dung heap who did the groomsmen wow so what did the queen do and philip do they were like yeah, oh no our son is covered in shit no, I don't know. They probably fired the groomsmen. Wow, here's that's a, here, a shocking story. Here's a question yeah. for you guys. If you're a child who grows up with tons of servants in a palace and you're shit to them all the time, when, in what stage do you become a well-adjusted, regular individual? Maybe, do you, if ever? Pro- probably not ever. Not I ever. get the sense that Prince thinking. Andrew yeah. is... Being uh, having uh, unlimited privilege his entire life has warped his brain without question. Is right. my read. Yes, and apparently the queen coddled him too because she took she stepped back from like her public duties to spend more time with him more so than her other kids. Interesting. Yeah, I saw you made the note that he is supposedly her favorite. Apparently, he's her favorite, which which makes his current troubles uh, even more funny and tragic. I wonder if him having even more privilege than his incredibly privileged <laughs> brothers made him completely <laughs> fucked in the head. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, Prince Andrew, I'll tell you a little bit about his brief military career. Uh, in 79, he enrolled in Royal Naval, Naval College after undergoing various tests, examinations, and interviews. I'm sure those are really <laughs> tough. I'm sure they might have not accepted Prince Andrew into the Royal Naval now, College. Now, what's the difference between a Naval College mm. and a Naval Orange? <laughs> oh, right. Naval Oranges. You know what? You, that's very good. Very Andy Rooney uh, kind of question. Um, so... Uh, this is kind of interesting. Prince Andrew was a trainee helicopter pilot, and uh, later he also com- completed a commando course. Um, so for completing that commando course, he got a green beret for that. This is at the age of nineteen. Something tells me a Damn. lot of gu- uh, army guys aren't getting green berets at nineteen. Man, uh, it makes me think. You know, when I was nineteen, I was nowhere near having a green beret in the British uh, <laughs> the naval Com- force. Yeah, his yeah. sergeant was like, "Now that you're a green beret." You can go back home and not come back here anymore. <laughs> There's nothing else for you to do. <laughs> well, believe it or not, guys, he he was in a war. So I'll tell you briefly about that. We oh. shouldn't laugh. We've never been in a war, either of us. No. That's true. Except the the Ontario-Manitoba War of 2010. <laughs> um, in 82, Argentina invaded the British territory of the Falkland Islands. Right. Leading to the Falklands War. And... Uh, at this point, Prince Andrew was serving on board an aircraft carrier, and it was supposed to head out there to get in the war. But the, the possibility of the Queen's son being killed in action made the government kind of apprehensive, and they were like, mm, how about Prince Andrew goes to a desk job? We don't want him going out there and maybe getting killed. But the mm-hmm. Queen herself, yeah. apparently, insisted that her son be allowed to remain with his ship. And so he served as a helicopter co-pilot during the Falklands War. Wow. How mm-hmm. about that? That must have... So they must have had to have, like... Eat, like extra security on this goddamn helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I'm so he sure. Didn't get blown I am away. Sh- I am sure. Uh, apparently, the Argentinian government planned, but did not attempt to assassinate him during the war. <laughs> that would be kind of bold move by on their part. You have to because th- what and what would have happened if Argentina had successfully killed Prince Andrew? 
Would there have been like a full scale invasion of like mainland Argentina by Britain? That's a great question because like, that would be, <laughs> they'd be fucking pissed. Like, that's a big move. Yeah. Hmm. Why would Argentina have that motive? Well, Argentina was at war with England in the early 80s because Argentina wanted to take uh, some islands by Argentina that England, that was a British territory. I genuinely never knew about that. It's like yeah. known as a funny sort of stupid Oh, war. that's the Falkland War? Falkland yeah. War, yeah. Oh, I've heard of it, but I never knew it was 1980. Yeah. Me too. That's crazy. Yeah. Produced some great uh, crass albums and British punk rock songs. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Journey Don't Stop Believing was about, you know, they were supporting England, you know. <laughs> Don't stop believing those islands are ours. So that's pretty much just a bit of little info about his military career. Uh, I, I did Google, sorry to interrupt. Please, Googled, Mike. Did Prince Andrew have any confirmed kills as a pilot? And I couldn't find any info. So hmm. if you live in Argentina and maybe you have some information on this, uh, or if you served with Prince Andrew, uh, get in touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did cease uh, using his honorary military t- titles this year mm. after the um, Navy and Army uh, requested <laughs> that uh, it get removed, and for reasons we'll get into. That's so odd. I'm yeah. interested in hearing what happened. For reason we'll get into. Yeah. Before we get into his true scandal, I'll just give another <laughs> little brief bit of info here about his marriage to Fergie. Now, oh, you list, young listeners probably think I'm talking about the singer of the Black Eyed Peas. Who sometimes is, mm. is on the internet. There are pictures of her. Uh, she's wet herself on stage. But you are not referring to Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> that ha- I didn't ever saw that. Yeah, Google Fergie P on p- Piss P and you'll see. If you're Gen sure. X, you know which Fergie we're talking about. Yeah. If you're a uh, millennial, you probably think we're talking about Fergie of Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> if you're Gen Z, you don't know what the fuck a Fergie is. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably some, <laughs> I don't know, app. Um, Some app that you have to feed. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Andrew married Sarah Ferguson in 1986. Uh, He knew her since childhood, and they had met occasionally at polo matches. So I always knew who Fergie was growing up. Yep. But uh, kind of, you know, like in people, my mom's people magazines. Yeah. She was Uh, a real, like, she was really in the gossip mags, and yeah, yeah, she was a character. But even then, I didn't know she was married. I didn't know what she was connected to. I don't know anything about the yeah, royal I family. I like, mean, why she's like you? married to the queen. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was the queen's best bud. <laughs> so she was Prince Andrew's wife. Yeah. Do they have kids? They did. Two daughters, Beatrice and, and Eugenie. So he has two daughters. Yes. And yet his crime yeah. is stupid. Yes. <laughs> I remember um, Fergie from after their marriage broke up, and I'm sorry to... Please. She dropped that bomb, but their marriage didn't last. I remember she did either Weight Watchers or like Nutrisystem yeah, ads. Yeah, she did like Weight Watchers ads yeah, or something. Like, if you want to look like me, join Weight Watchers. <laughs> you know, they seem to have a lot of money problems, uh, Sarah Ferguson and Prince Andrew, in a way that I don't quite understand. Yes. Perhaps it led to his involvement with a Mr. Epstein. Maybe he needed uh, money help. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that works either because hmm. I thought that the royal family had unlimited uh, funds to do whatever they want. But it really, I mean, whatever. We don't have to get into to this whole thing. But it, it's kind of wild when you, if you live in a country and you know your taxes are just making these rich people fucking rich. Like, what the fuck is going on? But this is how they do it in That's England. That's the way so. God wants it. Right? Yep. Uh, well, let's let's wrap up his little re- relationship with Fergie here. Um, they put out a, a an image that they were a happy couple, but the truth is, 
What with him having to travel because of his military career and the <laughs> relentless, often critical media attention that Sarah received, it led to fractures in their seemingly perfect marriage. And they got separated in 92, <sighs> two years before Kurt Cobain died, and divorced <laughs> in 96. So oh my they, God. They separated after Nevermind, <laughs> but before In Utero. That's such an interesting yeah, time. And Kurt Cobain to... never recovered yeah. from the breakup of Prince Andrew That's and what they say. I don't want to be a conspiracy guy, but they do say well, that might have had something to do with you it. You know that famous note where Kurt Cobain, they found by his body, it said it's better to burn out than to fade, or, fade away. Yeah. P.S. I'm heartbroken that it didn't work <laughs> between Andrew and Fergie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said it's better to stay married to Fergie than to ruin the marriage. Beep, beep. <laughs> Beep, beep. <laughs> so that's just kind of all like a little primer of like who is Prince Andrew, what's like some basics about his life. Right. Um, now we get into uh, the Epstein scandal. As early as 2011, 11 years ago, the BBC reported that Andrew's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, a convicted sex offender, mm-hmm. even at that time, because it's not like Jeffrey Epstein was a buzzworthy kind of ominous figure as far as i know in 2011 but uh even in 2011 the bbc was reporting uh that that relationship was producing a steady stream of criticism and there were calls for prince andrew to step down from his role as a trade envoy um prince andrew was also criticized after it was revealed that uh he helped arrange for jeffrey epstein to pay off 15,000 pounds of his ex-wife sarah's debts which seems fucking crazy to me. Like, you're they, a princess. You can't pay off a $30,000 debt? That sounds like something I would have to do. <laughs> like, I would have to. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Weird. Get a mortgage on your condo? Like, what the fuck? Um, so in 2011, uh, the Duke's role as trade envoy was terminated, and he reportedly cut all ties with Epstein in 2011. However, in 2014, a Florida court ruling alleged that Andrew was one of several prominent figures... <clears throat> including lawyer Alan Dershowitz and a, quote, former prime minister to have participated in sexual activities with a minor and that all this was arranged by Epstein. So the ball really gets rolling now of these right. unpleasant details. And I <clears throat> guess uh, we all know that was basically Epstein's business. Yeah, you know, I mean... Rich, I, famous, all kinds of weird people. Yeah. We'll have to get into... Uh, We'll have to do an Epstein episode someday, I guess. But can you give like a summary of what Epstein's... Well, I would... I'll explain this and it might give give some details, but But Epstein, you know, you allegedly arranged sex with minors for like the rich and powerful in the world and became a billionaire and no one understands why. And And he never got to go on trial because... He committed suicide in prison, but probably was killed, we think. Right, we're still on. We're still investigating, so we don't comment on it. Until yeah, the investigation's yeah. over. Yeah. So in 2015, uh, yeah, a- James, Mike, and I are not allowed to say anything at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by law. So in 2015, a minor, <clears throat> or not er, not someone in a mine, uh, a minor named Virginia Jeffrey claimed that she had sex with Andrew on three occasions in London, New York, and on Little Saint James Island, Epstein's. Weird Island. <clears throat> she alleged that Epstein paid her $15,000 to have sex with Andrew. Flight logs showed that Andrew and Jeffrey, the woman, 
were in the places that she alleged the sex happened. There are, they are, were also photographed together with his arm around her waist. And uh, Andrew's supporters have repeatedly claimed that that photo was fake and edited. <laughs> um, Jufri, the woman, stated she was pressured to have sex with the Duke and, quote, wouldn't have dared object as Epstein could have her killed or abducted. Um, now, these allegations from what I read as of early 2015, slightly out of date, have not been tested in any court. Uh, later, uh, Judge Kenneth Mara ruled that, quote, the sex allegations made against Andrew in court papers filed in Florida must be struck from the public record, but made no ruling as to whether these claims are true or false. So I guess they weren't getting anywhere with these allegations. Um, right. In 2016, Epstein's butler stated in a deposition that Prince Andrew's visits to Epstein's house were more frequent than was previously thought to be the case. He said that Prince Andrew, quote, spent weeks with us and received daily massages. So, you know, according to Epstein's butler, Prince Andrew would spend weeks at this guy's house. So, yeah. And not to jump ahead, but when, when Andrew now, in his current defense, he's trying to make it look like he hardly knew Epstein. Yeah. Just so, he was sort of an acquaintance, right? Where, whereas he was... Basically, like staying at his place, just for living months. at this sex <laughs> horrible man's house. Right, it's crazy. So more evidence keeps coming to light. Uh, and I believe another minor alleged that Andrew placed his hand on her breast while posing for a photo with his spitting image puppet. And if you haven't Very seen weird. what this puppet looks like, please do yourself a favor and Google it. Yeah, it's Spitting uh, Image is a British show <laughs> where they make fun of famous people with puppets. Oh, this is all terrible and heinous, yeah. and it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. that is especially horrific. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Being molested by a, a, a prince with a spitting image puppet beside you. <laughs> Have you seen those things? Yeah. They're disgusting to look at. <laughs> Those puppets, because it was always on uh, TV when I was a kid. I couldn't under—I couldn't understand what they were saying because maybe the quality of the video was <laughs> so terrible on PBS or something. But the puppets did look like they had been carved out of meat, like they, yeah, yeah, wet they, meat, yeah, almost like how ET always looked wet. Yeah, <laughs> we had actually a. a <laughs> A fake Prince Charles spitting image puppet head. I don't know why we had this at my house, but we did. My dad was about it as a joke. Or did something. you have sex with it? I, I didn't, but I can't speak, you know, for anyone else. The spitting right. image puppets are—they're uh, the opposite end of the spectrum from where the Muppets are. Wherever children love the Muppets, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, children. They're almost as uh, repugnant as the. Garbage Pail Kids movie version of the Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever saw that. That's a deep cut. But also, they were the stars of the Genesis video, which is James's oh, favorite Land band. Oh, Land of Confusion. Yeah. That's oh, a great song. The, what has it got? This is the world we live in. Oh, and these yeah. are the hands we give. Oh, does the Prince yeah. Andrew puppet? Because I know there's a Phil Collins spinning image puppet. Yeah, and the Genesis Charles guys. is for sure. In and that video, uh, right? I believe it's there's a Reagan puppet in that video. Oh, maybe it's Reagan. And I'm maybe Andrew? Gorbachev. Is Andrew in it as well? Then that'd no, be interesting. I doubt it. If they had to bring that puppet to the trial. <laughs> Genesis has to go to the trial. Oh my God! The puppet has to testify. Oh, <laughs> so and Steve Coogan does the voice of it. 
<laughs> the state finds the inventor of the spitting image puppets guilty of making <laughs> dispi- like disgusting looking puppets. <laughs> yeah, your trial's next. <laughs> Definitely Google Land of Confusion by Genesis. Listeners. Great song, yeah. but yes. Um, <laughs> so here's just a bit of more evidence that he's being a creep. The New Republic published an email exchange in which someone mentioned seeing a British man nicknamed Andy receiving a foot mas- massage. <laughs> receiving a they called foot- him Andy. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. Oh, how do you get that nickname? I well, just thought it was well, a guy Well, he always says and. Apparently, you know, he's always saying and in sentences. May I say, now that we're speaking of nicknames, yeah. as a younger man, he did have the nickname, apparently, Randy Andy. For real? He was known for being quite a, like, a ladies' man and a party animal. Uh, and then later he had the nickname Air Miles Andy because he was like jet-setting around the world uh, at the taxpayer's expense. But what Randy f- Andy is not a great nickname to have when you're um, accused of uh, yes. certain crimes. This yes. demented, twisted, and broken royal family really lives off of the tax dollar of the, uh, yeah, the yeah, British citizen. Yeah, they didn't citizen. make a business. Oh, I didn't finish that sentence, just that uh, oh, this Andy right. uh, was receiving a foot massage from two Russian women at Epstein's New York residence. Like, he's been chummy and taking advantage of Epstein, with Epstein and basically using Epstein's business connections all the time for years. It, yeah. it, the evidence that he was like pretty close with him it seems pretty pretty strong. So the main accuser that he was with a lot, yeah. she said Jeffries, Virginia Jufri and I Jufri. might be saying that wrong. Sorry. So I don't know much about this story but she, She's probably there's not the only one by a long stretch. I doubt it, but I don't know. But it's all yeah, yeah just guessing here. But it seems likely if he was hanging out at Jeffrey Epstein's house for weeks at a time, it makes you think probably not. Yeah, not just because he was in love with one person. <laughs> yeah, who he was, was in, a he was in love age. with Broadway. <laughs> need to see all the new. Hit yeah. shows. On Maybe Broadway. he was a big uh, Yankee fan. You know, you get to go <laughs> I, to games. I, 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 love, I, love, I, want to, I want to meet the, the go Yankees. Derek Jeter. <laughs> um, I like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried this. What is it you say? A hot dog. Yeah. So uh, in 2021, Epstein's pilot testified that Prince Andrew flew in Epstein's private plane along with other prominent individuals. Including Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, and John Glenn, the who, I guess, astronaut. Yeah, an astronaut. What Must have been fuck, very man? old at the time. Yeah. yeah. And just for a bit of an aside, according to Newsweek, do you want to know some other people who flew on Epstein's private plane? Sure. Just for a bit of extra. Apparently, s- if you've flown in a plane with John Glenn, the whole time he's saying, I've been higher than this. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing, eh? I've been way higher than this. This is high for you guys, huh? <laughs> to me, we're still on the ground, yeah. actually. <laughs> Flight is like the ground. <laughs> I was like, get this fucking astronaut off the plane. Yeah. Uh, so here's a few other people who, according to Newsweek, have been on Epstein's plane. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Chris Tucker. Yeah, that's always the, the curious one. Oh, yeah. Or the surprising one. Uh, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Okay. <laughs> the uh, husband of Cheryl Hines of Kirby right. What's oh, she yeah. doing? Why did she yeah. marry this guy? Yeah. Maybe she's weird. She's disappointed in his latest statements about vaccinations. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, it's a real episode of Curb. It's funny because you think of her in Curb, and then like, has she had a Curb-like conversation with her husband? Like, so I read that you were on Epstein's plane. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's some more people on Epstein's plane. Violinist Itzhak Perlman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, former Senate Majority Leader, Leader George Mitchell and Canadian comedian Chris Locke. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I say something or ask something here? Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, because mm. I know, and also I think I remember reading one thing about Malcolm Gladwell saying he didn't know why he was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Oh, was he on it too? I think mm. I read that online. Now I feel weird yeah. because this is also fresh and new. I don't know like what we're allowed to say, but I thought I read an <laughs> article That's why I, that. I said no, according Gladwell, to Newsweek. Gladwell, yeah, according to yeah. something. Yeah. I, I think I read that Malcolm Gladwell, someone like that said. <laughs> <laughs> now that. I'm like, I'm scared. I don't know why. Because it's yeah. like, we always talk about old stuff, but this is still f- so fresh. But... uh is there a way that you could travel on Epstein's plane and not, not have been be, a pervert, not be a part of his weird well, I don't sex know. house I mean, party? I'm sure. And two, how do you justify knowing his past and what he's been arrested for and then fly on his plane afterwards? So yes. it's like, how do you get out of that? All these guys are guilty even by association, well, even if they didn't do that house thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He had already, or the he, island thing. Epstein had already been a con- charged and imprisoned, and then he was a convicted former, uh, convicted uh, sex, sex criminal when the, pres- the ex-president and Chris Tucker and uh, the violinist and... Yeah. Uh, That's what I mean. Even Malcolm if you're Gladwell not were hanging out partaking in yeah. the specific business yeah. he specialized in, you're... You can't get out of it because you're on this guy's plane. These guys like, are. Yeah. Maybe, it's like being on Saddam Hussein's plane. Yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> the plane is a tough. Like, I could see, like, you're at a party and some billionaire is there and you take a photo of him. You don't really know. Like, that's, that's not implausible to me. You have a photo or something. Like, with some, you're some rich, important person, like, and some other rich guy takes a photo, like, whatever. But I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, I don't. The I plane don't, ride is tough. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I flew on Jack the Ripper's plane, but you know, you know, we don't know if he really killed all those people or not. Like, I've known him since way before that. We're all it's like you can't justify it. It's, you know, he's Jack the Ripper. Now. Yeah, no, it is an insane thing. And that didn't um, wasn't Bill Clinton in the flight logs of his plane like fifteen times? Many or something? times. Like yeah, maybe yeah. once. Some, maybe once. Somehow, it's a true yeah. farce situation. Hey, Bill, you want to lift? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's how like Malcolm Gladwell was like. I don't know why I was on his plane. I needed to get to this island. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But like, yeah, yeah, well, you're right. It's it, not the same as hit, hitching a ride to the next county. He, he was like, I hadn't put in my ten thousand hours of not hanging out with a convicted <laughs> sex criminal, and so I wasn't up to. You know, I'm so close yeah. to being a professional, not hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein guy. <laughs> Uh, it just makes me mad because you know this this is kind of why I don't follow the the news story to be honest because it's so clearly being uh, you know the the investigation and the information that we get is being stilted uh, and stunted so much for the public because of all these big names that are involved in it well, so it's like screw off like it's like just fucking say the shit that you know like i think we know 
Well, you see what I'm saying? Sure. It I seems, guess I'd make a bad lawyer. It seems eh? like. <laughs> yeah, Come just on. say the shit that you know. Tell us your crimes. <laughs> yeah, tell us that you did this, and then we know. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> One of the conspiracy theories on why maybe Epstein was murdered is because he had all the details on the most powerful Definitely. people in the world's sexual crimes, and yeah. so they wanted to wipe him out. One of the one of the conspiracy theories for right. sure right yeah yeah that's why it's but but that's that's another thing it's like he was <laughs> guarded in, in a maximum security prison and he killed himself it's like by rocksteady and bebop who fell asleep <laughs> when they were supposed to be <laughs> watching him yeah they were drinking beer with a, a baseball game was on a little black and white tv with a dial hey, on wake it. up we both fell asleep doink so just a couple more points here before we get to the Newsnight interview, which uh, is pretty, pretty funny, really. So um, this woman, Virginia Jeffrey, um, the woman who made allegations against Andrew and Epstein, uh, her ex-boyfriend told Good Morning Britain that Jeffrey told him that Epstein would take her to meet Prince Andrew and that um, her ex-boyfriend alleged that she, Jeffrey, was kind of looking for other young girls to bring to Epstein. Uh, so pretty sordid. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's, uh, was she his wife or girlfriend? She, had, she was his former girlfriend and his sort of like partner in crime. Right. Literal crime. She, was, she visited Prince Andrew often to the point that um, someone working in the palace was like, I feel like they're in a relationship, like they're somehow in a relationship or intimate or something. Right. Um, hey, those and- two people with the same haircut. Are they <laughs> And Andrew's name and contact numbers appeared in Epstein and Maxwell's little black book, a list of contacts of the duo's powerful well, and famous friends. If I was a detective, you know, I, I, I'd find that curious. <laughs> I would too. I, I'm surprised they had, uh, I would use maybe a pseudonym. You know, Prince Andrew's phone number, 647. Uh, <laughs> Prince quote unquote Andy <laughs> Andrew's Nicknamed phone Prince number Andy <laughs> they'll never figure this one out uh, so let's talk now uh, just uh, briefly about the uh, famous Newsnight interview we watched like the highlights of the Newsnight interview just before we recorded yeah. it's really wild he comes off like such an idiot in it he's such a fop you know like he just seems like this <laughs> sheltered arrogant fool in it and he's so you know, he just... Anyway, I'll tell you the details. I'll tell you the details. So, the um, people are strong these days. We've, we're privy to massive amounts <laughs> of information, more so than ever before in the history of citizens everywhere. You can't treat us like this anymore. You can't pull the wool over our eyes. We're not fools anymore. The hell yeah. You can't make up these... Uh, uh, you know... Okay, go ahead. You tell me. <laughs> So this was, interview was in 2019, and uh, Prince Andrew said he did not regret his friendship with Epstein uh, because, <laughs> quote, the people I met and the opportunities I was given to learn either by him or because of him were actually very useful. Uh, Andrew denied having sex with Jeffrey, uh, uh, as she had accused, because he couldn't have had sex with her on that particular night because he had been at home with his daughters after attending a party at Pizza Express in Woking, which... We are led to believe Pizza Express is something like Pizza Pizza or Carl's Jr. or some bullshit place. Not, the, not, a, not a place where you'd expect to find a member of the royal family. Or in the States, I guess, like Papa John's. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. 
And the way he talked in that interview too, he's like a person like me. I of course I, this, I remember this because uh, I'm rarely in a pizza. Yeah, the Express. woman said, "How do you remember being at a Pizza Express?" And he's like, "Well, because it's very rare." And for this me. is where uh, vermin eat. And I <laughs> don't yeah. eat where vermin. Yeah, he really yeah. did come across like that. It's amazing how <laughs> unself aware he is. I had to ask a rat to pass me the. <laughs> Chili flakes. It would be funny if he thinks that's the norm. He goes to the Pizza Express and there is a literal rat, and he's like, "Excuse me, could you pass me a water?" Like he thinks rats. I'm there with some friends. Thank you so much for supporting the royal family. (laughs) Just this weird thing he says to all citizens. (laughs) I I, I have some alibis from that night. Um, There there was um, 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 Leonardo, um, uh, Michelangelo, and of course uh, Raphael. Donatello too. I was slumming it. It's a game we play. Um, so, uh, John, I, I, I dress up like a bum and uh, I put shoe polish on my face and I carry a bindle and I wear <laughs> rags and I go to where the common people eat. I, what I do is I don't bathe for five days, dress like a bum, and then I get creamy garlic dipping sauce <laughs> for my crust. So, um, Jeffrey also claimed that she danced with Prince Andrew at a club in London and he was very sweaty. And Prince Andrew said, well, that can't be true because I lost the ability to sweat after an adrenaline overdose during the Falklands War, which seems dubious. And in the video we watched, it also showed many pictures of him sweating. Right. And I he actually, seemed to be glistening in the interview. Yeah. I have this little um, article here from the National Post, my favorite newspaper, <laughs> where after this... Uh, interview, they were like, what's the science behind Prince Andrew's claim that he had, like, because of an adrenaline overdose, he can't sweat? And they talked to a Dr. Mark Lupin, Lupin, maybe? Wolf in French? A dermatologist who acts as a clinical instructor at the University of British Columbia. And he said, quote, it is implausible to the point of being impossible that an overdose of adrenaline could cause a persistent inability to sweat. There are no human studies, nor is there reasonable science to back up this claim. The claim that an overdose of adrenaline has led to the inability to sweat does not make sense. <laughs> oh, huh. Um, what else is going on here? Well, so I obviously believe the royal family over anybody else because they're the <laughs> smartest and most powerful people ever, right? I wonder yeah. what happened that caused the adrenaline overdose if he was told, like, you're... Your butler can't shine your shoes by <laughs> 6 a.m. And then he just like, oh. we don't have unfiltered water on the submarine. I need, sh- <laughs> I need shiny shoes for the war. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Andrew, uh, we can't it- put a top hat on your helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew uh, also admitted in the interview to staying in Epstein's mansion for three days in 2010 after Epstein's conviction for sex offenses with a minor. So he, he stayed with Epstein after... He stayed with a man who had been, for three right. days, he acknowledged, who had uh, been convicted of sex offenses. The Duke described it as, oh, it was a convenient place to stay. And he said that he met Epstein for the sole purpose of just breaking off any future relationship for him. You know how it is, like, Dude with a friend. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. a big fight, and then you go to their place for three days and break up with them. I mean, we're always flying across the ocean to break <laughs> up with our male friends, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Let's have one last good blowout together. <laughs> but then we call it quits. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so you should totally watch the highlights of the interview if you haven't seen it. It's 
just ridiculous. It's um, funny to imagine because you get the impression that he went into this interview thinking like, this ought to satisfy the, the Michael, peasants. That well, they'll he, hear me just make these proclamations and they'll be okay. You're exactly <laughs> right. And listen to this. Uh, the Duke was pleased with the outcome of the interview. <laughs> reportedly even giving the Newsnight team a tour of Buckingham... Buckingham Palace after. Like, he was like, oh, perfect. I, you know, they believe that shit. Here's where I did the sex crimes. Uh, and I mean, I didn't do the sex crimes. Uh, off the record. So this interview received negative, very <laughs> negative reaction, both from the media and the public. It was described as a car crash. Quote, nuclear explosion level bad. It was the worst public relations crisis for the royal family since the death of Diana. In, uh, later in 2019, uh, you know, so it got so bad that later in 2019, Buckingham Palace announced that Andrew was suspending his public duties for the foreseeable future. He just completely <laughs> apparently after up. that interview, just like the post uh, of Diana crash too, Elton John played a song <laughs> at the gates of Buckingham Palace for Prin- <laughs> Prince Andrew called "Candle in the Shit." <laughs> I can't sweat no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I can't be sweating because I had too much adrenaline. <laughs> Got it in the Falkland Islands. Mama, can I have a sleepover with Epstein? <laughs> Just one last time <laughs> to call it off. Uh, That's, so, let's take that out. <laughs> so many soldiers come back from war, you know, they're, they're shell shocked. Yeah. Or they just can't sweat. And something is often, you pass by a guy on the street corner with his cap out for change, and he just, not a drop of sweat on yeah. him. Well, remember that yeah. early yes. 90s reggae song, Girl, I'm Gonna Make You Sweat? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was about soldiers in the war oh, yeah. who aren't able to sweat anymore. So he was sort mm-hmm. of trying to encourage them, like, hey, I'm gonna make you sweat till you can't sweat no more. And when yeah. you cry out, I'll push it, I'll push it some more. That's yeah. like a medical thing. And it also reminds me of that uh, line from the famous poem in Flanders Field. Yeah, sure. Because like we are the dead, uh, we can't sweat no more because <laughs> uh, we had to, uh, overdose yeah. of adrenaline. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow. It's a shame we can't sweat no more. <laughs> Ever since I returned from the Falkland War, I uh, I had a adrenaline overdose that forced me to my body to shut down all sweating faculties for the rest of my life. And also, after the war. I, wasn't able to discern the age of anybody ever again. <laughs> uh, so I just have a little wrap up here. Um, actually, I did have a little bit of what you mentioned, Michael. So uh, in 2020, it became known that Andrew is a person of interest in the criminal investigation in the United States and that the United States has filed a mutual legal assistance request to British authorities because they want to question Andrew. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> What you gonna do when they come for the prince? (laughs) (laughs) Newsweek reported that a majority of British citizens believe Andrew should be stripped of his titles and extradited to the United States. Not very popular, I guess. Um, People have had it with this royal family. Like I said, I don't even freaking know them. And they (laughs) dominate. And it's bizarre to me. They shouldn't have that power in the first place. I completely agree. Uh, follow, following the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell in 2020, Andrew canceled a planned trip to Spain, reportedly due to fears that he might be arrested and ex- extradited to the United States. I actually had no idea that there was like wow. a chance he could like. But if you're innocent, there's nothing to fear. You're right. Hmm. A uh, couple last little details. In August 2020, <laughs> an anti-child trafficking protesters chanted, "Pedophile, pedophile." 
referencing Andrew outside of Buckingham Palace, and the video went viral. Imagine a group of protesters chanting <clears throat> pedophile, and the entire royal family's like, are they talking about me? <laughs> Which one of us are they talking about? Would you be a bit more specific? <laughs> Which pedophile do you mean? At least they're not, uh, yeah, protesting... The killing of babies and drinking of their blood out of huge goblets <laughs> while we wear hooded cloaks. <laughs> um, so in 2022, Andrew's social media accounts were deleted. His page on the royal family's website has been rewritten in the past tense. Even his Twitter account? <clears throat> As apparently, uh, he stopped using the royal highness title, though it was not formally removed. And Damn. the worst thing of all, Prince Andrew High School in Nova Scotia, Canada, stated it would have a new name in next year. Right. Let me guess what it is. Prance Andrew. <laughs> so that's pretty much what the What would ma- you call Prince Andrew High School if you had to change the name? Like totally oh. no, uh, normal guy with regular sexual appetites high school? <laughs> Our dad high school. Yeah. Our dad and mom high school. Meat and potatoes guy high school. Trucker high school. Truck driver high school. I think Prime Minister little- truck driver high school. <laughs> Um, I think there are a lot of schools across the Commonwealth that are like considering renaming themselves, and also in Canada, a bunch of like military attachments or group, whatever the hell they're called, that he patronized. He he's no longer affiliated with them, so they they don't have a royal patron. It's really sad. He is toxic. That's what Britney Spears was talking about. So I think we're the trial right now. He is awaiting whether he will have to either make a video testament a testimony for this trial in new york or actually have to attend which he's trying everything not to do imagine he goes to jail yeah wow so that kind of covers like the epstein stuff we have a few notes here of some other things uh he's done that made him seem like an asshole sure uh a downing street aide Claimed she heard Andrew use the N-word and made racist comments about Arabs during a state dinner for the Saudi royal family. During a state dinner? Yes. (laughs) He probably is so stupid he didn't even know that they wouldn't laugh it off or something. And Prince Philip uh, was well known for being super racist nonstop, right? Yeah. Oh, God. So it just runs in the disgusting family. Yeah. Oh, so he was like very, as you mentioned, Mike, he was known for being really mean to servants. Yes. Prince Andrew's ex-maid said he was demanding and entitled and made her cry when he yelled at her for leaving a gap open in his curtains. Fuck you, Andrew. Uh, The Guardian wrote in 2022, quote, his brusque manner with servants is well documented. A senior footman once told a reporter who worked undercover at Buckingham Palace that walking, uh, that um, if you talk to the, if you say, if you walk by the prince, the response can as easily be fuck off as good morning. <laughs> good morning, your Johann- Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> this one's kind of funny and weird. Andrew maintained a collection of 50 or 60 stuffed toys. Yes. And if they weren't put back in the right order by the maids, he would shout and scream and become verbally abusive. The Duke's former maid, Jeanette McGowan, recalled receiving a Polaroid of 50 teddy bears on Andrew's bed, which she needed to use to arrange them accordingly and avoid making him irritated. Maybe he's, like, fucked in the head. I mean, he obviously is, but maybe he's, like, Michael Jackson brain. Like, why does he have 50 stuffed animals, and why do they have to be in the exact order on his bed? Yeah, what is up with the origin of the bears? I'm trying to see here, but, yeah, he has, like, all these fucking teddy bears. There's no doubt growing up in Buckingham Palace... 
instantly makes you demented. Yeah. Um, I know they're like arts and culture. I know Prince Charles loved the goon show. <laughs> well, that's a point in his favor. Um, yeah. The last thing I have is that the Guardian, I read a thing about the Guardian being just kind of like skeptical about where he gets his money from now that he's kind of cut off. And, and there's like just seem to be like weird issues with money with him. And, and that made me wonder myself, well, maybe that's how he f- first became, uh, got a relationship going with Epstein because... I mean, I don't know. Why does a royal have like money problems? I really don't understand. I don't this. get and, like, that either. And like recently, he and Fergie had to sell a Swiss ski chalet they own so he could have money for his legal bills. Like, I, I don't understand. Maybe you just live your life being like, I'll spend everything I have and more. Who cares? I'm a prince. Like, what does it matter? But it's still or weird. Even as old adults. They're still on like an allowance basis with the Queen Mum. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a million. Might be though. Yeah. They don't have real jobs. They became Green Berets by, by just like being who they were. Yeah. But yeah. So Queen's favorite son and all sorts of trouble. And you got to feel for Her Majesty. You know, you got to feel for her, uh, what she must be going through after losing her hubby. And now <laughs> her favorite son yeah. is, is, is an outcast. You know, the funny thing is, and it's not that funny, obviously, uh, I obviously have a bitter anger towards the rich and powerful that are way <laughs> beyond us in all uh, respects. And it's not fair. And I hate that 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 is part of our society. But for centuries, like royalty or whatever you want to call it, aristocracy have gotten to get away with heinous things forever and now i bet you andrew feels kind of burned it's like ah shit it's like the first time that we have access to so much information that we that you just can't get away with it anymore you're getting burned and you're getting trapped it's like the it's like the first generation of like all these psychopaths sociopaths finally getting like their comeuppance the one weird thing about this and like the epstein connection is it does make you wonder like if you become incredibly rich and powerful, does that make you fucked in the head? Like, how are all these people, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, does it, by, by human nature, like, does it start transforming you into a horrible person? I don't know. I think there's well-documented, uh, yeah. That's I think, why I didn't decide to become rich. <laughs> you think that you're special because you were, like, in this position or, you know, yeah, it feels like the, power of the universe probably has like de- deified you as opposed to the rest of the scum of the earth you become a you narcissist. stand above you become narcissistic mm-hmm. you become sociopathic i don't it's the you're right mike they think of people as like pigeons and rodents instead of like <laughs> actual human beings like themselves and yeah. i bet like he, what he did is exactly the same as what like kings and emperors and sultans since the dawn of time have done and much worse with impunity because of their status and then he's just like one of the first ones to be that's like that's what i mean oh, no. it's like the hey, biggest hey, burn hey. on him even yeah. though like what he did is disgusting and uh makes us sick it's like we uh, like the plebes have basically peasants have basically had to live their lives daily for like yeah since the beginning of time knowing that that's how these people live yeah and there's nothing we could do about it this is the first time we get to like see them get in trouble imagine being his cellmate well, i guess and the french revolution as well 
Imagine being yeah. a self. Yeah, yeah. Like, Which is sort of like off. Canada's version of the French Revolution is happening right now. Truckers. That's right. Um, imagine, <laughs> imagine being his uh, Prince Andrew's cellmate on Rikers Island. Like, all right, um, how should we divvy up the <laughs> cell here? I get the bunk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I'll sleep here on the toilet. Or? Um, I, I thought the top bunk would be for my teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do we have any wine that wasn't uh, made in the toilet? <laughs> um, would you mind? Um, is that yeah? Like you yeah. Read, like the guys playing music on a boombox. It's like oh. it's like remember in Star, the Star Trek movie. Do you know where if they have any underage women in this prison cell? <laughs> <laughs> like he never learns his lesson. He's so fucked up. <laughs> the Rikers Island uh, prisoners talent show uh, is tonight. Uh, I'm doing. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking of doing, Andrew? <laughs> Well, uh, you may not believe it, but I actually have a sharp, keen wit, and I was thinking about trying a bit of stand-up. I mean, I do think my experiences do lend themselves to humor. (laughs) This is what you call dinner? It's slop. Who's the queen of this prison? Let me talk to the queen of this prison. He has no idea how any other power structure works. <laughs> he's in Rikers and there he's sitting across from the queen with the across from the glass and oh, they're yeah. talking on the phone together. Yeah. <laughs> and the queen puts her breast against the glass like in Dumb and Dumber or whatever. Yeah. No, what movie is the Jim Carrey does the uh, the cable guy? Oh, maybe it's cable guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She does the cable guy what breast again. To drink a bit of your milk, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you go. There's Prince Andrew. Shall I pull out the evilometer? Pull out the evilometer, please, James. All right. Oh, here we go. Oh, careful with your back. Um, this is actually <laughs> gonna be a tough one because yeah, I, I feel uh, like I don't want to give him too low, but I, I feel know. like women. Should do this one, like not, you know, very fair. So that's the end of today's <laughs> evil man. We're in no position to judge this man. <laughs> yeah, we, no, I mean we are, but like it's like I know what you. Mean. I don't want to be. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's hard to. You don't want to go low because you don't want to yeah. belittle something we don't kind of understand. That's right. Well, why don't I go first? I'll take the bullet here. I'm giving Prince Andrew a seven point one. Okay, I'd love to hear your thought process. Well. I'm not giving it a ton of thought, but I think he's a bad, he's a bad guy. I mean, it sounds like he is a, a bad man. Right. Chris? Yeah, I'm going eight because he knew what he was doing. There's no doubt about it. Yep. And yeah. it's like what you were saying, Mike. It's like, you know, for centuries, these guys uh, live cruel, despicable lives with impunity. And he for sure to like, Knew he was doing something bad. Yeah. And he did a really shoddy job of like even trying to lie about it on that interview. Oh, my God. The interview is nuts. Uh, Mike, um, what's your eight? ranking? What's your rating? Well, I'm going to give him a, a damn 9.5, guys. Whoa. Um, I think uh, Bad Apple. I'm also, uh, you know, maybe the only reason I'm giving not giving him a full 10 is, uh, hey, the guy likes pizza. I love pizza as well. And, you do yeah, like pizza. I love me some za. Um, you should I, shout out your favorite bit, Batondos. That's your favorite pizza place in Toronto, right? You know what? I, oh, unless it's getting very, very hot. I found. Uh, I, I, let me say this: you got to get that pizza hot. Uh, oh, did you put it in the oven though? No, I walked down the oh. street with a huge slice of pizza, eating it. Uh, in oh, the it was like pre-cooked and sitting on that rack. Yeah, Batondos oh, is really delicious that. if it's fresh, for sure. There was a podcasting summit. James and I went to uh, 
few years ago, and I was so hungry before attending that I got two slices at Patanos, and then I ate them very quickly and felt that I ate too much pizza. That's Yeah, they're big. Uh, that's a good story. So I think that your rating of Prince Andrew... He's going to hate that. He's going to hate it, and I'm, I'm figuring, yeah, he is a uh, bad guy. He knew what he was doing. He, uh, we rarely do it about guys that are still alive yeah. in the middle of their yeah. Uh, we, we yeah, evilness. Called. We might have to go to testify in New York. But, uh, yeah, bad guy, and uh, he, uh, he's having to deal with consequences probably for the first time in his damn life. Well, yeah. good. I want to thank you, James, for doing such a great episode, uh, teaching us about this this guy. Not not a very good guy. He's not, and it'll be interesting to see what happens to to Mister Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that about wraps it up. Join us next time on. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.